and welcome to Big Gay Energy. I'm Bree. I'm Theora. And I'm Caitlin. Come along with us while we dive into the fun and nuances of queer media. Representation matters, and we're here to talk about it. exciting episode where Caitlin and I will be covering the show Exo Kitty season one and we're dancing there's music playing uh, and we're celebrating because Exo Kitty was officially renewed for a season two Woo! the curse is broken yes we are especially excited because this means that Big Gay Energy isn't cursing all these projects because uh, this will officially be the first project we've covered that isn't canceled. So we're currently listening to the song XO from the song, from the show. Yes, this has been stuck in everyone's heads for days and days and days and days and days. So, ooh, that's exciting. So yes, we are finally covering something that officially has a second season. Ah, It's just... You need to take a minute, just soak it in. I know. Season two. Season two. It's getting a season two. And if we hear season three, that'll be even more amazing. Yes. So we'll keep out, watch it out for that. But, uh, so for those of you who may not know what Exo Kitty is, because I didn't know about it until Caitlin told me about it. Like, Caitlin, what is this show? And like, why are we covering it? How did you find we it? We are covering it because it gets queer. Yes, it sure does. <laughs> um, basically, I knew it was a thing. I didn't know if I wanted to watch it. The movies are okay. I rewatched it for this episode. They're really straight. They're really straight movies. What are the movies? Oh, sorry. To All the Boys I've Loved Before are is the parent movies of the show the show is a spinoff co- um starring the youngest uh cubby sister and it is about time she got her own show because that girl <laughs> deserves it yes so we're following we're, we're doing to cover this because it is gay af uh despite the movies not be there's three of them yes caitlin caitlin has watched them all i've seen the first one yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I this... Yeah. I only thought I saw the first one. Turns out I saw two. And then I watched the third one yesterday. And the the plot is just very, very surface. It is just... Not the show. The show is very, quite different. Yeah, which is super refreshing. But like the, like the show, like the movies, sorry, the show, like the movies, is very, like, it's rom-com-y. It's very, like... I don't know, like upbeat overall the tone, and it's like something light to watch. It's not like Yellow Jackets or, or like <laughs> oh my or something or something super tragic or like 
anything like that. Like it is fun and upbeat and light and it's set in, it's like a high school rom-com is what it is. So like it matches the movies because of that, but I agree with you. I think the show because it has because it's a TV show is why I like TV so much. You have time to go into the yeah. characters and really explore them. I really don't like movies. I struggle with them so much. I just... And I think it's it's the character development and the the story is so surface level and it's like one thing where this one you're we were able to have a whole mystery and yeah like we really got time to like flesh out all the characters too not and just a tree kitty and a tree but we'll which... get into that in a little bit we will <laughs> but if you haven't seen the reaction videos <laughs> there's a reason we have this mug i got this mug made for theora and sent to her within two weeks <laughs> for those listening at home that can't see it's a Go go to our merch store. Just go to biggayenergypod.com or link to our merch stores on there. And we have some Tree Love merch from Exo Kitty that was, uh, came to be during our reaction videos. Uh, but don't worry, we'll get into that and all my tree conspiracy theories in this episode. <laughs> so don't you worry. Uh, all right, Caitlin. So we're covering this because it's queer. It's here. It got a second episode. So what is it about? This show stars Kitty Song Covey, who believes she is extremely knowledgeable on love, moves halfway across the world to South Korea, aiming to reconnect with her long-distance boyfriend, Day, because that always works. She finds, however, that a relationship is much more complex when it is your own feelings of love at risk. I love how the synopsis says she believes she's extremely knowledgeable at love, which is one of my, like, things I keep pointing out about her all the time. But I'm like, girl, what are you talking about? (laughs) I love that description. It's very, very spot on. But, uh, okay. But just, okay. So we're going to jump into the characters and, like, kind of who they are. Okay, hold on. I I will, I got got something. I did write down stuff. Um, So, like we said, it's a spinoff to all three to all the boys I've loved before movies. I went through the movies and I'm going to give you a history of Kitty. Uh, Kitty history. Let's do it. Kitty has always been hyperactive. I don't remember what I wrote. I'm going to go down like (laughs) I used to before. I have two pages for two different sections of, I don't remember what I wrote. She has always been budding into relationships since day one. She sent the five letters in the first movie She's the reason the dad and the stepmom were together. In the second movie, I believe it was, uh, she sent the neighbor a Valentine's Day uh, card from her dad. <laughs> like, labeled from her dad. But I forget what her last name is, but I'm gonna just, let's just pretend it's Rothschild for some reason. I think it, I think it's similar to that. So she signs it Mrs. Rothschild <laughs> with glitter on this Valentine's Day oh card. Oh my god. <laughs> so, okay, so, so Kitty's been a meddler this whole time. Yes. Yeah. And then in in the season three, in <laughs> the third movie, <laughs> she met Day when she went to Seoul with her family. She's Oh, okay. And then when she came back, they kept talking and all this. And she was just like, she fell in love with him. And LJ was talking about how they had such a cute meet cute. Not as a cute of a meet cute as later. Yeah. With someone else. But anyway, later in the movie, 
she wanted to break up with Jay because he thinks Harry Potter is dumb. <laughs> I'm sorry. How old is Kitty in the movie? Uh, this was at the third movie is probably a year later. So she's probably like 13. Okay. okay this makes way more sense. Okay. Yes. The, the show picks up in high school. So I was like, yeah, this sounds so like a middle school thing. The first okay. episode she is in episode oh my god see we we talk in tv shows <laughs> i know i know the first movie she's in sixth grade okay and we it. see them with their little plaque saying six and laura jean is in 11th grade which coincidentally is where we pick up with kitty and exo kitty and is but, laura jean her sister yes that's the okay. middle sister margo is the it. oldest sister yes margo, lj is laura jean in this scene with the harry potter scene we find out that Kitty also thinks that Harry Potter is the greatest literary achievement of our time. So she's definitely naive. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. And Day is not the same actor from Exo Kitty oh, and in the third movie. Interesting. Yeah, so... Interesting. But got Kitty a day is, switch going on. Yes, Kitty is very much the same as, these show, as this TV show. So I think it's really cute. It definitely, she needed to go to the school to learn about the world. Because she is very, her dad's a doctor. She has everything that she ever wants or needs. And she just has way too much free time to meddle in other people's lives. And it's about time her own life gets messy. I'm trying to, I closed the book like I was done, but I'm not done. I'm done with that section, but... <laughs> But that is your uh, highlights of Kitty. And she, Anna was a literal child when she filmed this. And yeah, it's that's, very weird. That's impressive. So, yeah, so that's Kitty leading up to the start of this show. So in this show, I guess I guess this is like freshman year of high school. Is that when this starts? No, this is junior year. Jesus. Okay, junior year of high school. So she's older. And she is the protagonist of this story hence exo kitty and basically like caitlin said she goes from just being pen pals with day like in america to like coming to seoul korea to a meet him in person and explore this romance slash also like this is the school her mother went to and so she's cut and her mother i don't know the full story of like what happened to her mother but her mother's passed away i assume yes yeah. when she was Still eating mushy peas. That's how okay. she described it. In the okay, movies. so like, didn't really know her mother too well, but like, her mother left behind all these belongings. And so, this is a way for her to like connect with her mother. So, that's like also part of the driver of her going to this particular school. So, that's basically who Kitty is. And I then... love how you said she left behind her belongings. The mother? Yeah, well, I mean, she's dead. Of course she left them behind. No, but, like... <laughs> they, yeah. they still have them. <laughs> they still have them, is what I meant. Like, the, they're they're keeping all these things. But, like, these are belongings... No, I, I, I mean that because the belongings she's... That the Kitty is using are, like, from when her mom was in high school. So, like, her mother kept these belong Like, kept them. Mm -hmm. Kind of thing. So, yeah. So, she's... That's all she has. So, anyway, that's part of her kind of driver. And then we have Day... Who? How did how did she end up becoming pen pals with Day in the in the movies? 
So they weren't actually pen pals. They, they texted each other, I'm pretty sure. I guess that's modern pen pals. <laughs> is what Because they, they refer to, they use the words ex, like pen pals in the show. But like, I guess that's the equivalent. I mean, to equivalent. be fair, there's years in between. So maybe they did write each other some letters, but it takes a long time to get international mail. So yeah, when you totally. can text. <laughs> well, yes, obviously. So but bottom line is they never physically met each other. Correct? They did. They met each other what in the Seoul. hell, man? Yes. I don't so know. Tell family, me thanks, I, I literally told you this when I gave you my rundown. But anyway, I'll tell you again. Um, her family went to Seoul for a family trip. And uh, at that time, Trina was part of their family now. That's the stepmom. Got it. Who Kitty got her dad and the stepmom together. Together. Yeah, you don't see it happen that much, but there's like hints about it. So when they're there, they're they went to go find the lock that their mom put on this it's not a bridge, but a place it's kind of like that lock bridge that everybody puts locks on in In Paris. Yeah. So there's one in Seoul. And so they're trying to find the one that their mom took a picture of. So I guess this is a good representation of Exo Kitty as well, because they started this in the third movie of trying oh, to. Oh, that's where the scavenger find... heart started. <laughs> yeah, so it was a yellow heart, and they wanted to see what it said, because I guess, um, so the dad went with their mom to Seoul back then, but he never saw what she wrote on it. Oh, I see. And so they were trying to find it to see what it said. And they finally found it. And it said, Dan and Eve. And on the back it says, um, until the end of my life. Oh, God. That's dark. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, until the end of my life. Not yeah, like, I love it. Not our lives. Not our life. lives. What the fuck, writers? And then one of the sisters goes, well, she got what she wanted. Oh my god! What is this, Disney? <laughs> Jesus Christ! But anyway, they put their initials on a lock of the same thing. And you see, like, the dirty lock that they that her mom put on, and then they put the new one on, interlocking with that one. And it's just really cute. And then they want to take a picture. So, the dad's about to take a picture, and they're like, no, you have to be in it too. So, Kitty goes up to this random person, asks them to take a photo, and it's day. And that is their meat cute. Uh, yeah, not as cute as what happens in Exo Kitty. <laughs> so yes, they did know each other, and I guess oh, and uh, she like obviously started like having a crush on him right away, and the family uh, jokes around about it a little bit because of course she's been getting in everybody else's life, and they're like, oh no, boys, watch out, Kitty's discovered boys. Wait till she discovers ladies. I know, wait till she discovers women. It gets worse. (laughs) (laughs) But yes. So I guess they exchange numbers and it's history. Yes. All right, cool. So thank you for that rundown of before the show. So in the show, Day and Kitty have been keeping in touch. Like you said, I guess haven't seen each other in person since that cute walking episode. But apparently they're boyfriend and girlfriend this entire time. Based off that one meeting. I guess. Or I don't. I can't. Yeah, I guess. That's all it takes in the heterosexual world. I guess. I don't know the rules in heterosexual world. But I guess, yeah. They they were dating that whole time. So when the show picks up, 
stays in high school too and his backstory is that he's not like this school holy shit this school it's one of those like elite you need money to go to the school kind of school boarding where school. it's yeah it's a boarding school basically an international boarding school so like you need money and so he comes from a family that does not have the money um his father is a chauffeur chauffeur slash driver for another character we'll get into who has money so day basically is on a scholarship and so his whole thing is he has to it, for some reason the scholarship is like i guess it pays for everything if he's the number one student in the in his entire class that's the qualification part of the qualification i guess to get this scholarship where he gets everything paid for and so without it he can't afford to attend the school so his whole thing is he's like super focused on school and everything because he needs to keep his scholarship so that's his whole thing and then Kitty comes to the school without his knowledge. And like that just sets up a whole chain of stuff for the entire show. But that's basically day, like character separate. And he's like a very sweet human being. He has a little sister. Like he's oh, honorable mention because we don't actually have her. In uh, the... Yeah, we don't have her, but she's adorable. So Such adorable. A sweet little thing. Sweet little thing. He's like a really good brother. Um, his family too, their mother also, I think, passed away. Yes. So he and, also kind of go ahead, sorry. Uh just so because I don't think we're gonna talk about it later. Uh when his mom passed away, she ended up we don't see this in the movies. Uh she gave him her necklace that has a bigger deal later that we'll probably maybe talk about. Um so that's they're, they had a connection ever since then, and they bonded over not having a mom, and she helped him through that. Oh, Kitty and Day. Okay, yes. that makes sense. Yeah, they have that shared trauma slash experience. But Day also, like, because of that in his family, he kind of almost plays the role of, like, mom-ish, where he's, like, surrogate parent to, like, his sister. So he's very much, so he's a character with, like, a lot of responsibility, basically. Yes. More so than your average, like, teenager. And he, like, meets that challenge and, like, is always, like, smiling. And he's genu gen genuinely a good human being. Very sweet. Yes, he being. is. He doesn't... He just gets thrown into some situations he doesn't know how to handle. Totally. Totally. But overall, he's a very sweet human being. And he has two friends um, that he's roommates with at the school who are extremely and they were roommates <laughs> and they were roommates okay listen the first time i saw this i thought they all had a thing going on because wow the way day describes his friends is <laughs> oh do you have this descriptions written down interesting no this is all my brain <laughs> but uh oh. when I I think I remember the one. I remember but, Q's. Yeah, <laughs> Q. I, that's the one I remember. Yeah. How did he describe Q? And this is like to Kitty. So Kitty says this out loud. She's like, oh, you're that friend. Insert thing Day told me. And we're like, so, what? <laughs> Q's is a fellow American track star with a heart of gold. Yeah. I believe that's it. Yeah. Who describes their friends like that? That's so strange. <laughs> and then she goes, S and you must be Mino. Of course you are. <laughs> yeah. So and that's yeah. all the description we get of Vito. <laughs> yeah. So like, and that kind of is like had to be like the character summary when the actors were like <laughs> auditioning <laughs> because it's so like concise and on the nose. So Mino, Mino is um basically like the 
super rich, like borderline narcissist kind of friend who's like obsessed with his looks and money and like all that kind of stuff. And Q is like the supportive, sweet gay friend who's actually canonically gay, which is cute. But he's very sweet also. He I he just seems like such a great time to hang out with. Right? I love Q. I love Q. And then are we talking any more about them or are we waiting till later? Uh, d- unless you have anything more. This is just a brief rundown of who the yeah. characters are. We will get into depth with all of them with plot stuff in a minute. We're just like setting the stage if you're not familiar with the show. Um that's I think that's pretty I mean, I want to just uh, give Mino a little bit more yeah, yeah, to be fair yeah. to him. He totally. cares about the way he looks. He is his parents are divorced. His mom is a star in LA. Their the divorce was very public and you can tell that it hit him with some of the scenes that he did. Um, But He's he's fairly cocky. He yes. pretends to not know English when he first bumps into Kitty in America. Right. <laughs> At the airport. Which I love. But there there's more to Mino you know, than the overall stuff. Oh yeah. That that's which is one of the advantages of again, this being a TV show versus a movie. Like you get to dive into all these characters and, and like Mino Mino too, uh sorry, I keep saying his name wrong. I you know it might be some people Mino. say Mino, some say Mino. Whichever. Mino. I, yeah. Anyway, regardless, feel I'm sorry, free to I'm correct sorry. us in the comments. Yeah. Oh, please do. Uh, he very much like with all Caitlin said, the parents, the divorce and stuff. He's very much a mama's boy. Like he's very much on. Like it's their relationship is very sweet. Like they are very close. So I think a lot of his like beauty routines and all of that stuff it comes from him hyper bonding with his mom over all this stuff um yeah so he 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 has a heart under all that stuff but the way he presents himself is very like i think he also me. just wants more attention from her as well because i mean she calls him and says that she doesn't have time to talk to him oh my god that <laughs> scene made no fucking sense <laughs> <laughs> who calls you and then it's like i don't have time to talk to you I'm like you called me <laughs> anyway that was hilarious but uh there's some weird choices in this this show that i just have to laugh at but that one was one of them yeah he definitely wants more time with his mom his mom is very busy like a-list actor and so is super 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 busy but yeah so this this kid is just like somebody love me basically which understandable yeah yeah they do they humanize him after a while it takes a little while though totally no he's set up as like the caricature but then he like gets to be three-dimensional like everybody else yes yes but let's go back to q and talk about his love interest florian who theora took forever i mean we both took forever to remember his name they don't say his full name often so or it's really fast. They do. Get, did, do they? Okay. I don't know. I they just didn't do. catch it. Um, anyway, anyway, tell us about him. Florian is from France. His parents, I think, are just getting a divorce. Yeah, they're in the middle of divorcing. Yeah. Yeah. And it's I ugly. Know, 
It's ugly. It's yeah, an ugly this, divorce. This one's definitely while Amino's parents are divorced already, everything's fine. Florian is very much not fine. And yeah, he's I feel being like put using in the middle. The school as like an escape kind of. Yes. And just be like, I don't have to deal with them. But the parents are fighting over him. And we yes. learned this at the like very end. Like this isn't his storyline, but I feel like since we've talked about everybody else's parents. Yeah, no. It's important totally. to talk about. Um, his mom wants him to go back to Greece. I forget where the dad wants him to go. I think it was France. I think it was like his parents divorced in the sense that they live in two different countries now. I said they're literally at the stage of the divorce where they're fighting over their child and basically are threatening him. Like, if you don't do well in this school, you're going to live with me. And then dad's like, no, you're going to live with me. No, you're going to live with me. So the parents are fighting over him. So he has all this pressure to like do, he's like, Throughout the show, basically, he's like, this is affecting him, because why wouldn't it? Um, and so he struggles in school, but then has to, like, has this pressure of, if I fail, then I'm going to end up, like, in Greece or in France, and I don't want to be with either of my parents while they're going through this nastiness and putting me in the middle of it. So that's kind of, like, his dilemma. And meanwhile, he's distracting himself with Q. Yes, and that relationship, was very... because he can get the love that he needs that's not right. as complicated. He was very distracting because he's very sweet and loving and caring. And so, yeah, a relatable Florian. Yes. Yes. So their relationship is super cute. So they're one of the queer relationships mm, that goes on. But he does do something to stay in the school that is very controversial. He sure does. Are we going to talk about that later? Talk about I mean, I wasn't planning on it, but we can. We can so, talk about it now. We'll just go over it real quick since it's, it's not to do a big deal for our conversation purposes so basically (laughs) he gets the answers to a test and then ends up being the first in the class because he cheated and then makes life more difficult for day because now day because he has some weird scholarship that he has to be first in class i know that is such an extreme scholarship it's so weird like i i mean i had scholarships where it's like you have to like meet these metrics to get the scholarship but his is ri- like a ridiculous scholarship is this a real and thing? he still has to pay so it's not even like a full ride yeah it's nuts but yeah so basically like this whole fuckery screws over day who's now who a lot of his plot points in this show are like money like black being blackmailed by people <laughs> like poor day like he gets blackmailed multiple times in this show <laughs> It's kind of yes, fucked up. Poor day. <laughs> day can't just live his life how he wants to. No, this boy cannot get a break, like, at all. He's just getting blackmailed 24-7. And so this is another one. So obviously Q is like, fuck, my boyfriend is a cheating bastard. And then my <laughs> my best friend, like, just lost his whole ride to go to school. So he's obviously not okay with any of this by the end. Yeah, and it becomes a huge issue for people. Like, it was, like, kind of thrown in there at the end that it, it really kind of was. was weird because then Kitty is, like, very against it and then Q's like, you're such a hypocrite. Uh, it was a very weird storyline. Yeah, basically, I feel like that was thrown in there to create a cliffhanger 
between season one and season two because it, it what does that accomplish it throws a wrench in q and florian's relationship it puts day in a position where he has uncertainty and then like yeah it's just i think it was a drama plot point <laughs> but it was very much just like they threw it in there and you're like what i think we have a what? section for this in the second part but i have to share this now or else i'm gonna forget i feel like the next season it's Day's gonna be like, I know I lost my scholarship, but is there anything I could do? And they're gonna be like, you just had to be top 10. You didn't have to be. I <laughs> That'd be great. Like, did you not read the fine print day? Aren't you first in your class? Oh, wait, you're second. Is that what? Is that what? <laughs> Can't read. <laughs> Poor day. I hope oh, so. That's a nuts. That's a crazy scholarship. But we'll see where that, where that goes. Yeah. Um, but speaking of money, there's one more character we saved the best for last. I was wondering if that's how you're That's how you're gonna transition into this. Would you rather me uh transition with speaking of car crashes? <laughs> no! <laughs> right, so I chose money, Caitlin. Okay, so we're gonna jump into Yuri. <laughs> oh, we skipped over Yuri! Yeah, I know. So- <laughs> We're going back to Yuri. Cool. I thought you okay. were talking about G. That one. No. So no, I thought no, no. money. So I got. I thought money. That care. That yeah. Money tree. Oh no no no. <laughs> Wait, Yuri. I heard so Yuri. sorry, Yuri. Because we Yuri. talked about the roommates together. That's right. Okay. Yes, roommates. So Yuri is not anybody's roommate. Actually, she is somebody's roommate, but we'll get into that. Um, she got a gal pal. So Yuri is the principal's daughter of this big for we didn't even talk about this though the name of the school the name of the school is caitlin what's the full name of the school because you just looked this up korea independent (laughs) god damn it school of soul school (laughs) kiss Meaning, God damn it! No, like, so Kitty, Korea, Korean Independent School of Seoul. That's what I'm gonna guess. Yes, no, you're right. That's what it is. So the acronym for the school yeah. is Kiss. Just hmm. this the- kiss, this kiss. No, Caitlin put us down the rabbit hole. Of that song. <laughs> Never watch that music video. You you need therapy. So yeah, so KISS is the acronym for the school, first of all, which just, wow. Uh, That's the, if it's the tone of the show, I know, it's just weird. And um, their sister school is HUG. Yeah, the sister school is HUG. United. (laughs) Girl school. (laughs) I would like a spinoff at HUG, please. (laughs) Oh my god, that's where Juliana went. That would have been amazing. Um... (laughs) Okay, wait, so we're jumping, we're jumping, damn it! Okay, so, okay, who is Yuri? Yuri is the daughter of the principal of Kiss. That's why I wanted to say that like that. Uh, and her mother, slash father, really, has a fuckload of money. So she's, like, Nepo baby. And her parents basically, like, because of their social standing, put a ton of pressure on her and this and that. And so she's in the closet with her girlfriend because parents... But throughout the entire show, like, she kind of, like, comes to term with, terms with that. And I love Yuri. And I love her story. 
I like Yuri better when she's humanized. Yeah. I really well, don't like villains. But I know we need them to actually have plot. But there's no, there is no villain in this story. Like, there is no villain. It's just people. Yeah. And I think that, like, what the writers do is they present characters in a caricature format in the beginning because yeah. we're this story is told through kitty's point of view so kitty is meeting all these people she doesn't actually know so when she first meets them it's like you're getting like kitty's first impression which is very surf very very surface level but then as kitty spends more time with them you get to the you get to know the character as she does so then they get quote humanized because kitty is getting to like you're feeling what kitty's feeling like it's very much the whole thing is told through through her point of view that is very fair yeah so like in the in the beginning in the first in the pilot like she's set up as this like rich girl who ain't got time for nobody and is like you know basically her mom a a maid outs her to her mom basically because she was embracing Embracing. her girlfriend her gal pal and um, like embracing that is (laughs) i really thought that they were just hugging no, like, it's literally, like, looks like they're embracing. It's ridiculous. But anyway, she gets outed to her mom, who's like, yeah, no. And mom sends her, her girlfriend, Juliana, away from the school and, like, literally, like, exiles her. And uh, so this whole plot starts with Day, where Yuri's like, fuck, I need a beard. So she basically blackmails Day and is like, here's I some- saying beer. No, a beard. <laughs> <laughs> and she she's needs like, a beard too. She does need. She needs some shots. She needs to hydrate for lesbian Jesus. Is all I'm saying. But uh, yeah, so she gets a beard, blackmails Day, and is like, like makes him sign an NDA, like straight up blackmails him. She's like, you need to shut the fuck up. <laughs> we need this for a public image, because uh, my dad did some fuckery, which is a whole nother plotline that's hilarious and stupid. Uh, anyway, so she ends up like making him her beard, and then that starts all this drama with Kitty. But, like, throughout it, like, Yuri, like, has time to explore who she is and what she wants and all this stuff. And so her overall arc is really, really great. And you're right. The characters get more three-dimensional as the show goes on. And it's just so great. All of them have really good plot lines. I really like all of their arcs, honestly. Every, the main cast, to be honest. So, like, I was invested in it before... It got full gay. Yeah, no, yeah, because they do a very good job of building the characters. And like personally, I am I've said this multiple times on the podcast. I'm not the biggest fan at this point in my life of high school stuff. I'm just not. Which I'm really but surprised by the shows that we're currently watching. We're always because that's what they always set everything in YA, and it's like that's the vast majority of the content we get. So it's like it's this or nothing. But I will say, I the, the two high school shows we're covering now, Exo Kitty and Spoiler, we'll be covering Heartstopper. Um, what I like about them is they, they're mainly focusing on the characters. And, like, their growth and arcs and development. It's less about external stuff um, that's kind of driving it. So I like that. I, I like character study type works so for me i liked this show because it it did it's more of a character study type type of deal um in this like rom commy like light kind of way versus like killing eve which is a character study that's like 
psychotic and crazy. But I like that type of storytelling. I don't even know much about it. I watched the first and last episode reaction video coming soon. <laughs> Once the oh my gets God. through it. I edited like 10 minutes of it and it's just Caitlin deliriously tired explaining stuff and it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. I didn't even get to you watching it yet. Like I you have whenever this drops, dear listener, please go watch that because it's already hilarious and I haven't even seen Caitlin watch it yet. <laughs> Anyway, okay, and the okay, is anything else you'd like to add about Yuri before we add our honorable mention character? <laughs> Yuri's life is a mess. Yes. Her, her dad in the first <sighs> episode goes off at employees, and you can tell like the disrespect, like she doesn't respect her father at all, which and to be shouldn't. honest, I don't blame her at all. No. Because no. she she makes <sighs> this like meme video, oh, and I don't gosh, understand it at all, but <laughs> It's it goes viral like really quickly. Like I guess she just posted it and then it's on the news. And she's like, <laughs> that was quick. <laughs> okay, her dad is a ugh, her dad's a d bag. Uh, I guess we could talk about this here. But ugh, oh my god, no, actually we'll get to it in the Yuri Juliana section. We'll go through it all. Okay, but like her dad ugh, is just awful. Yeah, so like again, like. When you first meet all these characters in, like, the pilot, you're just like, oh, these are, like, rich kids with perfect lives. But then you kind of get into, like, the bullshit that they're dealing with. Like, her family is, like, wow. Patriarchy problems. And then Mino is very much, like, product of a public divorce. Because, like, you have Florian who's going through it, but it's not public. Like, imagine, like, being in the middle of a very messy, messy divorce. But everybody knows about And there is nowhere to hide. Like, Mino couldn't hide from it. So... I, I really do enjoy, like, their storylines. I think they're very interesting and compelling. Even, like, the parts we don't see. Like, you see how they're shaped. The character gets shaped because of these experiences. And it's it's very good. It's a very good show. Like, give it a chance is all I'm saying. I love that all the characters have storylines that not overlap, but all other characters can connect to. So they all totally. have a connection okay. to another character where they could have conversations. Yes. And... It, they're not just connected to the one person and disconnected from everyone else. I agree. That's an excellent point. So it makes this, it makes the show more cohesive in a way. And like more potential for next season because now uh, Florian and Mino, I don't think they really have scenes together. Not really. But they've been in the same room together, but I don't think they've ever like really, really talked to each other. And, um, I, I want to see scenes between Mino and Yuri. But we'll get to that. Yeah. Later. Oh my god, that would, that would be interesting. We'll get to that reason later. Uh, okay, so we've kind of touched on this a little bit. So now that we've gone through like the background of all the show, the surface level character stuff, what were your like overall likes, dislikes, or like favorite scenes from season one? I mean, I liked a lot about the show. I I liked the fact that Kitty got her own show. Because she yeah. was so underrated in these movies. Like, she's the cutest thing. But again, it's still weird to see. She's she's an adult now. She's in college. <laughs> but you know what's really funny about this, though? Like, it makes sense for Kitty and also just, like, family structures. So she's like, okay, so, like, you think about it. Like, all, like, older sister, middle sister got their own movie. No, the older Youngest? sister never got their own movie. Oh, no? Is that she one? was barely in it. Oh, man. 
Well, like, the baby of the family gets, like, the most. She's in the movies, gets her own TV show. Like, isn't that how family dynamics go? <laughs> like, the baby gets everything, and it's kind of like, yeah. <laughs> Hence the show. Baby gets to that. meddle without any consequences whatsoever. No, for real! Okay, that was, like, one of my dislikes. It's just how, like, she gets away with shit way too easily. And not that she's doing bad things. It's just, like, adults go along with her shenanigans way too easily. Like, in the pilot, she's like, has this PowerPoint presentation about why she needs to go to kiss. And her, and the parents are just like, okay. And I'm like, in what universe? And she's like, I leave tomorrow. Like, you know, like, it's all so fast and, like, (laughs) out of the blue. And the parents are just like, okay. So I, when I was watching the third movie, <laughs> the the parents were getting married, and I was really hoping that there would have been an argument about don't parent my daughter and like them getting over it to make yes! the, that make more sense of why they didn't fight at that point. And I get that it's not revolved around them in this show, but I mean, I also feel like Dan is the dad. Mm-hmm. He is very open with them. He lets them make their own mistakes. He. He guides them when he needs to, but he's not, like, a very strict parent, and we see this later on as well. Um, I mean, his parenting style seems to be working. His kids are happy, relatively. They're healthy. They're not going down bad roads. I mean, it also helps in their family dynamics that they have a fuckload of money. Yes, he is a doctor. Yeah. (laughs) They have a fuckload of money, so they can just be like, you want to go to Seoul for a year? Okay. You leave tomorrow? Great. <laughs> I mean, yes, that is very helpful. But, like, to, it's, it's a, to be it's, able to do that. It's a pattern with Kitty, though, where, like, so the reason she gets to go is not just because, like, mommy and daddy are like, here's, I don't even know how much the school costs. Here's, like, 30 grand or whatever the school costs. She I would say probably more than that. Uh, yeah, I really don't know. Um, maybe a semester, that's what it costs. But yeah, uh, ba- uh, Katie applies for a scholarship to kiss without telling her parents. So it's this very, this pattern of behavior with her of like, launching into these giant, life altering, big decisions without telling anybody else it could affect until it already has happened. Because she does the same thing with Day. Yeah, again, just pattern of behavior with her of just not telling people about these big decisions that she's doing, like applying for the scholarship without telling her parents. And then she's like, oh, look, but I got in. And then like going there and not telling, she doesn't tell Day she's going. She's just like, I'll show up and surprise him. But it's like, girl, you're stuck there for a year. Like, what if he was a grifter? And like, (laughs) then you're stuck there. So, all right. Anything else about any like other likes, dislikes? Notable scenes. Uh, well, we have we have quite a few notable scenes. All right, actually. let's do it. Um, I feel like you should talk about the queer baiting first. That never was. Okay. Uh, so I will try my best to remember this from memory. So yeah, I kept watching the show and be like, "There's going to be something nefarious because I guess that's what I've been exposed to in queer media, where it's like, oh, Day has a secret girlfriend, which was kind of the plot, but it wasn't real. Where in my brain, I was like, yeah. oh, he's not really dating her, and this is going to be some fucked up shit where she has to learn the hard knocks of life, which is not what happened. So this odd episode comes where 
I guess, yeah, we'll get into the depths of it later, but there's like, there's a, something that starts a happening between uh, Kitty and Yuri, and it starts, I mean, it started from the beginning, but it it becomes apparent to Kitty in a dream that she has. So, I, I forget, I think, the, I think the episode opens with her dream. Or it she ends has, one and starts in the next. That's what it was. Okay, so it's, it, it, the episode itself is bookended with dreams. The first dream is Minnow dreaming about Kitty. And then it's like, oh shit, I guess I like her. And then the end of this, ep- that same episode ends with Kitty having a dream about Yuri, where shit's about to go down. And, and she's like, wakes up and is like, oh fuck, I have... I'm not a straight person. Basically is how it ends. <laughs> and like, she has that, oh shit, I'm 62% homosexual. <laughs> <laughs> she took the mental quiz and was like 62% homosexual. Oh shit. And please go watch Heartstopper for the reference. <laughs> and, and then, okay. So then we're watching it and then the next episode picks up and like nothing is mentioned. And it's like, like, it takes a bit for Kitty to be like, oh, shit, that was a thing that happened. So I thought it was going to be, like, back in the day when they used to do, like, Sweeps Weeks and they were trying to get shows renewed and they're like, we'll do something queer for one episode and then never mention it ever again. Like, we'll have two women kiss in a dream and never mention it again. And I was like, that's what they're doing. This is a dream, so it didn't really happen. And you're like, yay, it, queer stuff is going to happen. And then they never mention it because, like, we pick up again with Kitty and the day drama and the Minnow stuff and it's like, but then by the end of that episode, I think Kitty, like, kind of, like, talks about it with Q. Is that what happens? Um, so or it something starts happens with her with having Yuri. that dream again and her, like, waking up. And then she's, like, trying to tell Q. And Q's, like, not sleeping in the room because she was too loud. And she's freaking out. She's like, why was I loud? <laughs> like, what happened? <laughs> I was in my dream. <laughs> Shit. And so basically, Q's like, what, like, did you have a sex dream or something like that? And I guess Kitty, um, like, either tries to blow it off or, like, confirms it. And I don't know. I I kind of forget how that happens. But somehow Q comes into the conversation because he's in the living room as well. And he's like, sex dreams don't mean anything. And then both of them are freaking out. Yeah, her and Minnow. Yeah. So, but like, nothing really happens after that for like a while. Like, not a while, but like, after that kind of conversation, it's not brought up again. So I was like, oh, we're just going to brush this off as, oh, it was just a dream, whatever. But then like, shit starts happening with Yuri, like for real. Like Kitty, like they have like the slow-mo, she touched my hair. I'm having gay panic kind of stuff. And, like, Which, eventually, like, Kitty talks By the Q. way, with the necklace thing and, like, her, like, doing that, uh, Peter and Laura Jean, who is the couple in the movies, they have the same scene like that. Oh, but, shit. Like, he's that's, taking that's a necklace awesome. off of her and, like, they're breaking up. So it's, like, totally different. But... That is different vibes, Caitlin. <laughs> it is, fuck. but it's like, a, it's, like, the same thing. So it's yeah. a common thing in this world. But, yeah, too. and, like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, I've noticed that from all the slow-mo stuff they do. We'll get into that. Um, but uh, yeah, anyway, so like they're, it, it was set up almost like they could do the queer baiting thing, but then they didn't, and they actually just keep going with it. So I 
appreciated that and call it the queer baiting that never was because i can yes. see you reading that as like oh fuck but then they don't do that so i appreciate at that, that point i that's when i texted theora she had not seen it yet this show might th- this might be getting gayer and then i was like i didn't want to like say it's getting gay because i was like i have a feeling it's just gonna go away right and i was so scared <laughs> And I was not expecting them. I knew that Ooh, yeah. they uh, they were shipping Kitty with someone, I think. But I didn't know it like actually happened. Like, it was a thing in the show. Right, because so, from that dream, you could ship away from just the dream itself. That doesn't mean it's going to be canon. But, like, even before, like, the first car, I thought, oh, maybe they were just shipping. I also did not remember the characters' names, who they were shipping. Sure. So I just thought it wasn't like the show wasn't queer at all. I thought it was like to, like the movies. It's going to be like really straight. And so I was watching this and I'm just like, oh, the whole, <laughs> we're getting good. Oh, it gets really, really good and really, really gay and awesome. And we are going to get all into that. Yes, I can't wait. But Ugh. another thing I want to talk about again is with her dad. Now, <laughs> he's very relaxed. But I don't know if we want to... T- See, it's hard because, like, do we talk about this now or later? When no, we're, just like, talk screaming? about it now. It's basically a scene where Kitty is, like, questioning her sexuality. And, like, she has a conversation with her dad about it. Yeah. So, yeah. so she's coming out to her dad. Not really coming Like, that wasn't... I don't know if that was her goal, but no, she's just, like, trying to yeah. help. She needs yeah. to figure this out. She's and... like, I'm questioning myself, and like says it out loud to her dad. Basically, it looks like it's either in the. It looks like it's in the middle of the night, but it's in the middle of the night in America. So she calls her dad, and she's oh, just yeah, like yeah. sitting. She's in the living room, so like that's such a public place as well to have this phone. Call. I know Kitty's not the smartest. <laughs> You'll come to find when you watch this, she's not. She is not first of her class. She's not. <laughs> no. She's not even close. In fact, most of the most of the season, her professors are like, girl, you're not even passing my class. So like she's not <laughs> the brightest. It's she's not. She's got a lot other qualities I that are better, but brains ain't one of them. But she's sitting there and she's calling her dad, and immediately her dad hears the panic in her voice. And he's like, I'm getting on a plane. Tree, where's my passport? <laughs> where's the passport? So, and she's like, no, 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 no. And she's just like, I broke up with Day. Did she break up with Day? I don't remember. I just remember she's like I, questioning her sexuality. That's all I remember. She's like, I have feelings for my friend who's a girl. And he just goes, oh, thank God. Yeah. And she's like, thank God that I'm bi or pet or fluid i don't even know (laughs) and he's like no thank god you're okay and i just thought that was so cute and it's very cute but my favorite part is like and i'm failing all my classes (laughs) he goes all of them it's okay it's okay (laughs) that's not the problem right now it's like we can get through all of this you're okay that's all that matters (laughs) i love it so yeah like (laughs) Supportive parent for the win. I just, the, the way he delivers the line, all of them? <laughs> He's like, not the point right now. <laughs> and I just, I, it's sad that you don't see too many supportive parents in it. Because uh, luckily in the past few media that we've covered, 
I mean, we're doing hard stop or like simultaneously, you'll see that next. So lump that in with this. Um, parents have been very supportive and it's been really nice to see. And it's really cute too. No, I love it. It's very, because again, like, like you said, he was worried that something was, uh, she was like dying or something. And then when I she mean, realized she's she, around the world, <laughs> right? No, she's halfway around the world. Um, and is just generally worried about her health and well-being. So that was very, it was very sweet. It, it shows like their relationship and like the family dynamic she grew up in. And it is very refreshing for like a queer character that's questioning themselves to have like a supportive parent to do that. Like she, she can obviously tell that they have a good relationship by the fact that she just came out and said that to him. Yeah. Too. Like there was no hesitation, which like, if you contrast that with like Yuri, that is not the case in her family. But she has a scene where she just like comes out. She's like, you know, I'm tired of this bullshit. I'm gay. Full stop. To her mom. But that, but how long did it take her to do that? Cause like Yuri was queer before the show even starts. Like she had a full ass girlfriend at the beginning and like Yuri was at the point where she's like, I just want to be out. But then like her parents like threw her back in the closet basically. And that was because of the way their family structure is set up. It's very patriarchal and you do what your parents say because I'm in charge versus like, you know, Kitty's in more of a modern, less traditional kind of household where the parents give the kids more autonomy and more freedom to be themselves versus like you're an extension of me and you do what I tell you because I'm your boss, which is Yuri's household. So, you know, and, and that's not to say that Yuri's mom is a bad mom and her dad is a piece of shit. I will say that. But her yes. mom is not oh a bad God. person. It's just that's the dynamic of that. It's a traditional family dynamic versus a modern dynamic. And yeah. it and, and so like the, the child's response when they're in that questioning phase is very different for Kitty. It's very automatic. Like, just tell my dad, this is what's bothering me. And dad's like, oh, thank God, like, you're okay. Like, you're not dying and then a hospital and whatever. Like, he's like, okay, we'll figure it out. Like, just tell me your feelings. Like, it's okay. Versus like, Yuri's mom is like, oh, you might be queer. I'm sending your girlfriend away. Like, it's very different. <laughs> I have to save you, preserve our image. Like, it's- Even you know. when- Yuri comes out later. Her mom goes, but you're dating day. You might find another boy you love. Right. Are you sure it's not a phase? It was almost like the energy I was getting. Yeah. Tradition so versus modern. You know what? Um, Dan, the dad, is just going to adopt everybody. Well, she can't adopt Yuri because then... Yeah, would... well, I mean... <laughs> no, that's, we're not promoting incest on the podcast, no, Caitlin. I mean... Not really adopting, but becoming like the father of step parent. That's that's my hope for everybody. They just like all get his phone number and be like, "I'm having an issue, <laughs> Dad. What do I do? <laughs> Surrogate parent." Yeah, no. A lot of these kids got they got issues and need therapy. Um, but yeah, those two scenes in particular were very they're really heartwarming great scenes but there's a lot more scenes that i really really love from this show but i think they're better to discuss in our like let's yell about the character section i think that there's one more that we have to talk about now though all right the mystery i I was gonna loop this all into my conspiracy theory section no i just no i just wanted you to share the first time you saw 
Oh, okay. So, all right. Not we're not getting into the whole thing, but right. both episodes need to have this in it. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna get into the tree love mystery. And okay, I was so confused when this happens. If you truly don't know what we're talking about, please go watch our reaction video to the first episode. But okay, so part of what's going on with Kitty, as we mentioned earlier, is that like her mom went to the school and she created like a photo album, which like who was taking these photos? First of all, (laughs) she has this photo album, right? From her time when she was a student at KISS, like when she was Kitty's age, I guess. Simon took them the tree so (laughs) listen this this is the mystery so anyway she's she's going through these photos and one of the mysteries is like oh who was my mom dating i guess or in love with before she met my dad because there's this this photo of like her mom holding hands with another human being i assume but like the person is completely obstructed in the in the uh, in the frame by this plum tree, which like if you don't know what a plum tree is, it's a cherry blossom. Is it a cherry blossom? Yeah, it was confirmed. Are you sure? I, I is it, it okay? Yeah. It seemed too short. Okay, or cherry blossom tree, which they look the same really when they're well. Blooming. The cast thinks it's cherry blossom, so okay, that's what I'm going. Okay, on. just okay, sure. It's a cherry blossom tree then. Uh, and basically, so if you don't know what that is, it's, it's basically on all the, instead of leaves on the branches, it's just a bunch of flowers, like a plum tree looks like this too. And so it's, it's, it's one that's human height for some reason. Usually they're huge. I don't understand this. Um, and it, and all of the flowers are completely obstructing the, the, the human. And so while this photo is on screen, Kitty's like, oh, my mom was in love with someone. And so it starts this whole mystery in my brain of like, the love tree mystery because this tree comes up multiple times throughout the season and it starts here i do see why you think it's a plum tree it's just it's too short to look like a cherry blossom they the flowers can look similar um it doesn't that's not really the point of this but um no but i mean (laughs) my question too was like because this sparked off in my brain because my brain was like okay we took this photo and the person that took the photo is fully aware that the other person is being obstructed by the tree and they don't take another photo. They're just like, whatever, let's move on. I understand we are not in the world of digital at the time this was taken. This was a point and shoot type of camera where they couldn't see, instantly see the, the, their, the photo they took. Like you have to develop it. But you were looking through the frame when you took the photo and saw that the other, this person is a really bad photographer is <laughs> what I'm saying. And they didn't take a second photo, like, next to the tree. Like, they just clicked that. Usually you click it and you're like, crap, we have to take another one. No, they're like, that's great. And then the mom was like, this photo, this photo sucks, but I'm going to keep it anyway in my book. Like, wouldn't you throw that photo out? <laughs> that photo doesn't make any it sense. It was a pretty photo. <laughs> it's a photo of her mom and a tree. It's just so random. With an arm. It looks like she's holding the tree's arm. So I just find this photo so entertaining for all of those reasons because there's just so much what the fuck that goes into that photo being in the album that I find really hilarious. And so I have conspiracy theories with the tree that we'll get into later. And so basically, uh, Theora fell in love with the tree, hence the tree love, and we have not heard the end of this tree ever since. 
it has been coming a running thing in basically every single video we have filmed since. Because it keeps co- the the writers keep putting it back in the show. What do you want from me, Caitlin? So if you didn't notice the tree, go back and watch all the tree sightings and hydrate every time you see the tree. It's entertaining, I promise. I'm pretty sure the tree is in every episode. It is definitely in the vast majority, if not all of them. In one way, shape, or form. It's also in the title card. So, like, it's definitely there every episode. (laughs) So. (sighs) Oh, we still have so much more to talk about. Oh, we sure do. But I think that wraps up this episode as our intro to Exo Kitty. Season one. Season one, Caitlin, because it's getting season season two. It's not over. Woo! We are not cursed, everyone. So, Join us it next didn't time. even take a month for them to renew it, by the no, way. No, like, that, yeah. Which, <sighs> well, that's never happens. So, itself. we are going to celebrate the things that get renewed because <laughs> yeah. it got renewed. So, congrats. And, you know, if you're not convinced and we're like, that's not enough gay stuff you guys talked about. Well, join us for episode two when we actually get into, like, all the plot lines, all the characters, and all the gay stuff. Because, like, there was more gay it's, stuff that I was anticipating. It's pretty gay. It's yeah. really gay. <laughs> and just, yeah. I love it. I love it. I'm so excited for season two. And we're going to speculate also on what we think is going to happen in season two. So join us next time for part two of our Exo Kitty season one discussion. Let the, yeah, bye. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I, was, I was about to say. Uh, starting now but then i realized the first part will come out before this and it's not like netflix where you can just go into the next one caitlin found on the podcast worked so yeah join us part two is gonna be really interesting we're gonna record it right after yeah bye bye oh yeah bye And with that, we've been Big Gay Energy. If you like this episode, check out all our other episodes on whatever you're using to listen right now. If you're listening on Apple, we'd really appreciate it if you left us a review, no matter how brief. It helps us get into Apple's algorithm to reach a wider audience. Please feel free to reach out to us. We would love to hear from you about everything and anything. You can find us on all the social medias at Big Gay Energy Pod. Or email us at biggayenergypod at gmail.com. If you'd like to make friends with other queer media-loving people, reach out to us to join our Discord server. If you'd like to support us, check out our merch store or join our Patreon for early access to episodes, exclusive content, and so much more. Until next time, stay safe and hydrate for Lesbian Jesus.